The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, you might have heard this uh, news already today, but people for profit have written uh, to Sinn Féin and other parties on the left uh, to begin the process, they say, of trying to cobble together a government effectively or a left-wing coalition uh, post the next general election. A letter sent to Mary Lou MacDonald and Holly Cairns. They've said that Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael should be left out of future governments. They have left Labour out of any prospective future government as well because they have not been uh, included. Uh, Joan Burton is, of course, a former Labour Party leader and she's with me. Uh, before before I come to Joan, though, Brendan Ogle, the senior officer for Unite Trade Union, is with me as well. Uh, Brendan, how do you assess what people before profit are doing? I mean, is this the beginning of a process that possibly sees kind of parties coalesce into government? Well, first of all, I agree with the intent of the letter. If the intent and the intent of the letter is to see our first non Finnefall or Finnegan led government. And the, I don't think there's anybody, well, there probably are, I, I want to see that as much as anybody else in this country. I think I've said to you before, in my opinion, that we've had effectively single party government in this state. They're two cheeks of the same whatever. Um, and they've eventually been forced to coalesce uh, in the government since 2020. Um, so the two Tory parties, really. Um, so, you know, the aspiration to have a government which does not and is not led or does not have Fianna Fáil or Fine Gael in it is one I absolutely share. So what's going on with the, with the PBP letter? The first thing to say about the PBP letter is PBP are more or less controlled by the Socialist Workers' Party. And the Socialist Workers' Party had, um, maybe they don't anymore, but they certainly had an ideology which was opposed to going into any government within the capitalist system. Um, now, they've never been in government. Um, and people didn't necessarily realise that when, 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 when they were voting for them. And, you know, much as I criticise the capitalist system, I think the Irish people who are suffering from a cost of living crisis and all sorts of crises cannot wait for worldwide revolution to come until we get a progressive government. So if this is a departure uh, where PBP and other parties of the ultra left are prepared to realistically embrace the idea of going into government to deliver some reform for the working class, I welcome that as well. I also don't have to reflect on what the intent of this letter is from the point of view that the, the small number of TDs that PBP will, will have, I think it's five, um, probably are under threat in their own seats from Sinn Féin. Mm. And I think it's generally accepted that Sinn Féin could have potentially have got more seats in the last general election had they run more candidates. Uh, Sinn Féin are unlikely to make that mistake the first time, the next time. So is, that an, is this an opportunity or is this a, a, a play by PBP to try to enter into some embrace with Sinn Féin that might give some leeway in those constituencies that would see those PBP candidates hold on to their seats? I did have to reflect on that when I seen the letter. It kind of does speak yeah. a bit uh, like that to me. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, by the way. I'm just t- talking about uh, the intent of it. But you know, le- broad left government... Uh, Brilliant. If, the, if, the, if the, the, the ideology waiting for the worldwide revolution has been parked by SWP, I didn't read that in any of their papers lately, but that's yeah. good news as well. I did note they have a, another publication today, though, in which they suggest Sinn Féin will collapse under capitalist pressure in mm. government. So I'm, I'm not quite sure if they're all necessarily singing off the same hymn sheet. But mm. anyway, mm. Um, Joan, Joan Burton, former leader of the Labour Party. Why do you think Labour are not included in this grand vision of a left wing government? Well, that seems to be the fashionable thing to do at the moment uh, from what we've been hearing for the last few days. Um, I suppose in a sense that um, if you decide that you want to go into government, it's a really serious road to go down. 
And it will basically take an awful lot of work because if you want to set up a government uh, of diverse parties, whatever their views, um, you're going to have to, first of all, have some sense of respect for the people who are going to be in government with you. doesn't mean you have to agree with everything uh, that, they're, that they're saying to you. Uh, you may think half their ideas, maybe a quarter of their ideas are totally mad. But you really do have to have respect. And you also have to wor- have worked out just like going into a match, you have to have worked out a bit of a game plan if you're going to be successful. And also, if you're going to be successful in relation to the issues uh, that you hold dear, whatever the party stance is. So I think, um, you know, they're looking at the fact that a general election is due in a couple of years' time. And obviously, it's the option of the um, current Taoiseach as to when that actually happens. But it's probably unlikely to happen before the middle of 2025. Uh, So now is probably an opportune time Mm. to do it. However, as people who have kind of held a cloak of uh, political purity around them, as whiter than white, as it were, um, the idea that they're now going to pop into coalitions with people here and there. I mean, for instance... I'm not quite clear what is the position in relation to Sinn Féin. Uh, For instance, Sinn Féin have changed a huge amount of their uh, political ideology and their economic ideology in recent times. Um, If you were to look at their performance in the North, you wouldn't say uh, that their performance in government has been striking in relation to a lot of issues that really affect Mm. uh, people who are working class and their kids. I'd wager people for profit and possibly Brendan as well and I'll come back to this would say the exact same thing about the Labour Party they probably their performance would in government because uh, parties who go into government uh, have to take a road where and this is the danger they have to it's the danger and it's the job uh, they have to make decisions and they have to make decisions often in adverse circumstances. So, for instance, in 2011, when the Labour Party went into government, the country had basically financially collapsed and uh, we were owned by the IMF and uh, the people in the Troika. And we had a very fierce set of rules that we were given by them, negotiated by the outgoing Fianna Fáil government. And essentially, we couldn't renegotiate them. But but we couldn't unmake it. And there were a lot of people on the left at the time whom I respect. But their idea was that we should follow Greece. Now, as somebody who follows economics and who's worked in different countries around the world at different times, and particularly in Africa, where I'd often seen uh, countries which had collapsed, the idea that the IMF were some kind of easy show walkover was just off the wall. They would be could be negotiated with and we got by and large the kind of terms that had okay. been negotiated in a lot of cases we got them reduced by about a half once we got the economy moving again now for people who had lost their jobs in their hundreds of thousands yeah. in my own constituency at the time every house I visited particularly in the newer areas of Castleknock where there was a lot of house building the man in the house was generally somebody who was involved somewhere or other in the building trade or in engineering and yeah, essentially so almost everybody had devastation. lost a job so, and the women yeah. were the people who kept okay, the country Bre- working. Uh, Brendan, their hands were tied and I mean the argument that some would make is that if you're going to at least have talks about a broad left-wing coalition you should include Labour. Well look at um, 
first of all, I don't agree with that. Um, first of all... Not even include them in talks. No. You don't have to put them in government. We're not talking about, you know, making Ivana Bacic a cabinet minister all, well, all of a sudden, but at least talk to her. Well, well, first of all, the comparison with Sinn Féin is not valid. Now, I'm not a member of any political party. Um, but I'm not going to judge Sinn Féin under performance in a government they've never been in. And Sinn Féin are not in government in the north of Ireland. There's no government in the north of Ireland. There's an administration and it doesn't even sit. So I'm not prepared to jump on that bandwagon. We have had a single party government from Fine Fáil and Fine Gael in this country for 100 years. We can mark them on that. And unfortunately, I disagree fundamentally with Joan. We can mark, sorry Joan, didn't interrupt now. We can mark the Labour Party on their performance in several governments. But let's just stick with the 2011 to 2016 one. Because I voted for Labour in that election. I voted for Labour in 2011. I voted for Labour on the basis that the, the, the bailout, the Troika bailout that Joan refers to, was well known and discussed for two years in the lead up to that election. So much so that Eamon Gilmore, the then Labour Party leader, coined the phrase Frankfurt's way or Labour's way. Mm. And he didn't coin that phrase from a position of not understanding. He coined that phrase from a position of understanding what Labour were inheriting. So that's just one issue. We got Frankfurt's way and by God did we get it. Uh, another thing that that Labour Party go, that that Labour Party promised in that election was they fa- I could pick a number of issues but we haven't got all day they would not implement water charges no, they, they rammed didn't. them down the necks of the working class and took joy in doing it and unfortunately while I have while I question the motivation around this letter yesterday from from a, from a point of view and while I agree we need a broad left coalition going forward mm. to have a truly progressive government that we've never had in this country. Well, I agree with all of that. Where I am, I'm not. The, the Unite disaffiliated from the Labour Party, by the way, in, two, in 2013 because of their behaviour for two years in that government. Mm. In fact, not only that, the Labour Party themselves had a consultation to do away with affiliation to trade unions, which they've, fundament, which they've now done with a rule change following a conference in Wexford. So, so there's a divide there. So it's not just, so the Labour Party divorced itself, as far as I'm concerned, from the working class and the divorce is still in play. Well, uh, can I just say uh, that in terms of the country being on its knees, it would be easy to just take out the Bible of left-wing socialism and say, do this, do that, do the other. Unfortunately... Nobody uh, or very few the party did ordinary people. Though, Joan. Ordinary people would be. Born. I mean, those, well, look at the things that the, the party. When those promises well, look, were made, look at you the, knew the country was on its look knees. Look at the things that the, look at the things that that government achieved. For instance, a massive expansion. For example, in something that is so important but doesn't get talked about much, which is schools and new schools and more schools in areas that were growing. Like what if you have a family? who don't particularly have any kind of inherited wealth, may not even own their own house, their big opportunity for their children is to have an education and to progress Joan, as far in and schools. as much. Joan, we all so, support schools. Sorry, I'm saying that we actually worked on that and that was one of the things that we produced. I can talk about my own constituency where there are schools literally for every one to 2,000 houses that were built and they came rapidly and they were hard won. I mean, I had to go in and endlessly uh, politely talk, as I would normally do, to uh, the people in the Department of uh, Finance. I would also say as well, there were when I became Minister for Social Welfare, I made a point of going around the different social welfare offices around the country privately 
11 o'clock in the morning, you know, when people were there signing up for things. People who never expected to be inside the inside of a social welfare office and didn't, they were glad to have the support, but they didn't want yeah. to be there. And and what did you hear all of the time? People wanted employment and they wanted jobs back. And that is what we did. So by the time we left government, the economy had begun a significant recovery, not a total recovery. George, we had the a longest recession recovery. in history. And what was more, more people had, just started uh, going back to work. Economies recover in the economic cycle. You do economics, you know this. We had the longest and deepest recession in history. Well, and the working class picked up the price for the sins and of the what, bankers and, and developers. And Labour presided. John, you were supposed to be the left. Why are you talking about the left in such a disparaging way? uh, Or the people who regarded themselves as much more left-wing than a Labour Party. They suggested that that the model we should choose was Greece. Now, Greece is a country uh, that I know a little bit about. Beautiful country, wonderful people. And they decided the left-wing government that came in, that they would just say two fingers uh, to the international institutions and we'll do as little as we can to sort this out, even though we're taking the money. Greece had a Via Dolorosa, a really difficult path for many more years than Ireland had. And Ireland, thankfully, due to the work of Irish people and their willingness to work, but we also lost a huge amount of people at that time, as you know, to emigration. And that's not something to be, if you like, partisan and doctrinaire about. That is something to be practical about. I used to celebrate any time I saw somebody coming to me and saying, I've started a business. I now have a business going and and that could be any kind of a business anywhere in Ireland and gradually the country and people in the country worked hard and they, and, and they got back All but right. not everybody Well, did. Whatever your views about the Labour Party's performance in government, they're outside uh, the People Before Profit uh, plans for the moment, uh, anyway, although all that might change, uh, giving the allocation of seats after the next election, needs must and all of that. Uh, Joan Burton is a former Labour Party leader. Brendan Ogle, Senior Officer for Unite Trade Unions. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy. With Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.